0: Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hey, welcome back to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Woo! Okay guys, I have a lot to chat with you about today. I'm really really kind of giddy tonight, so this is going to be really fun. Um okay, a couple things I want to say. So, okay, I have not in like the 7 months I've been doing this podcast missed a Sunday episode. My episodes come out every single Sunday and to me, I'm a very structured person. I'm a very consistent person. I'm a very like, when I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it type of person. So yesterday I was supposed to record my podcast episode and I had a lot on my plate yesterday and I was really feeling overwhelmed. Um, my husband and I ended up running like some last minute errands and the day just kind of like got the better of me and I was I was pretty stressed out. I was working on my website, which can be <laughs> frustrating working on like the like in-depths of like, I was like creating something on my website. Anyways, I get really frustrated with stuff like that. So it came down to the time of the day when I was posting my podcast and I just didn't feel very good. I didn't feel energized. I, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I was just not feeling like good and happy and confident and it was upsetting to me because I like I said, I had not missed a Sunday episode. And that's like something I'm proud of. I'm very, very, very consistent. And so um, finally, I was like, you know what? I don't feel good. I'm going to do this tomorrow night. It's going to be fine. It's not going to be the end of the world. And obviously, like this is something that I need to work on. And I've come a long way with it. I used to be a severe workaholic. I've probably talked about that on other episodes. but. I used to be like such a workaholic, it was it was unhealthy and I've really worked on that a lot, but sometimes I just get a little bit um, obsessive or like not letting myself off the hook very easily. So it can be a blessing and a curse, but I'm really focusing on living in flow more and that's my word of the year and it's not something that comes easily to me. I'm really, really good at being in that masculine energy, being in the hustle mode and like working really hard but not always being in alignment and not giving myself like room to breathe. And (laughs) if you've been studying personal development for more than a few days, you know that hard work has to be accompanied by time to relax, getting enough sleep, having time to like rejuvenate yourself, you know, healthy habits along with hard work is the true key to success. So anyways, I did not record my podcast last night and I just like let it go very quickly, forgave myself, and came home from work. Um, as you guys know, I still work my full-time job for just a little bit longer. More on that to come. Uh, but I tonight, like I'm just feeling really, really good. I, I've been working really a lot of my mindset lately and just shifting very quickly. And so today, I just feel amazing. and I'm so, so glad I like trusted myself to wait to record it because, I really don't like to create content from a place of like a negative energy. I think that that's very obvious, it can be shown. I think that people can sense your energy, feel your energy, read your energy through a text or through a blog post or an Instagram story. So one thing I really believe in is is prioritizing my mindset and my energy. And so for me, um, it was a big deal to not have an episode ready yesterday, but like I'm so glad I trusted myself because now I feel so good and I'm bringing you guys my best energy, and I'm really grateful for that. So it's kind of a lesson that I've known for a while, but I'm always trying to work on it. So just like I have to learn, I have to always remember to take a step back. If I'm overwhelmed, if I'm not feeling good, I have to take a step back and I have to trust myself that that's okay and that the world's not gonna end. So I kinda wanna touch base on that and yeah. So I didn't even tell you guys what this episode is about yet, although you probably read the heading or the title. We're talking about fear of success. Holy ballsack, what is fear of success? Why would anyone be afraid of success? What does that even mean? I always thought fear of success was very odd. I also used to think being a workaholic made no sense. I remember being in high school and like friends' dads were workaholics and I was like, okay, how are you addicted to working? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, How are you afraid of success? (sighs) So I, I probably like learned about the fear of success sometime over my personal development journey, the past like, you know, two years or so, but it never really like, hit home for me until very 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 recently like i never thought okay i never thought that i had a fear of success i love success i'm like a three on the enneagram i'm somebody who's really like into like getting a new title like that was always a big deal to me uh you know i'm i'm very interested in success i'm very driven by success and i didn't really think i was afraid of it now i did know that i was afraid of money i did know that deep down I had like a um, desire to not have money because at some point having a certain amount of wealth felt greedy to me and I didn't like that. I, um, a couple years back when I got my first promotion into management, a little while later, I bought my first like luxury SUV. I guess you, I mean, it's it's not that, that luxury of a car. It's a Jeep Grand Cherokee, but it's like the upgraded version and it's very nice. It has like the heated seats, the heated steering wheel, all of that. Well, that was all like very new to me. You know, I, I have like a remote starter and I like do that in front of people and people are like, oh, that must be nice, right? So when I first got that car, I was like embarrassed to show it to people because I was, what, 25? I was like 25. Like I didn't have friends who had cars like that, right? So, and like a lot of people at work that were older didn't have cars like that. So I felt bad. It made me feel bad. It made me feel shameful. Am I being wasteful with money? So I always knew that I battled with that to a degree. And that that was something that was going to hold me back, although I didn't really know about that too much years ago, but I knew that that was something that caused me a little bit of shame and guilt. Success, on the other hand, this is different. So a fear of success, how I experienced this, um, is basically what is going to come with that success that deep down inside I do not want? What about that new level of success brings up some type of risk, some type of uncertainty, something to be afraid of on a subconscious level? And so (laughs) here's like a really, really good example of how this has been coming up in my life. I'm like chugging water over here, guys. Um, this has been coming up in my life through how much success can I have in my business before I have to leave my full-time job? Now there's nothing I've wanted more since I've really started getting into my business. Maybe like last April, I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna leave my full-time job and do this full-time and I wanted nothing more and I've been like, hardcore trying to manifest it i've been working towards it day and night i've been wanting it but did i really want it i thought on this on the surface level on the conscious level yes absolutely on a subconscious level no no part of my subconscious wanted me leaving my cushy comfortable job i've been at for four and a half years where i have the bosses that love me i always know how much money I'm gonna make, I have a 401k, I have profit sharing, the benefits, the whole nine. What part of my subconscious is going to want me to leave that to jump off a cliff <laughs> into the unknown world of running an online business that I've been doing part-time? That doesn't sound very safe. And to the logical person, like it isn't very safe or very logical, um, so a lot of people that know me very well probably don't even realize that, I, that I'm running a company, right? They, they might think I have a blog or a podcast, but I, I think that people don't even see it as like a business. So, I, you know, and especially for me coming from a place where I had this great job that I liked too. Wasn't even that I hated it. I had a brand new MBA. You know, I had paid off a lot of college. I was doing all the things. I had bought a house. To me, that seemed like as good as it got. But the problem was, I wasn't passionate about my job, I didn't feel my purpose fulfilled, and I was burnt out like crazy. And the burnout has more to do with my mindset, and I've really transformed that, even with like my day job, through doing the inner work. And anyone can do that with any job, I believe. But for me, you know, I had everything seemed to be great. Everything was comfortable. Everything was relatively easy. Why would I want to do something different? Why would I go back to school again and get a certification for to be life coach? Why would I start an online business? It wasn't safe, comfortable, logical, or reasonable. Is that a word? Reasonable. I don't know. It didn't make sense right to my subconscious mind it still doesn't make sense and i only found that out recently when i realized the closer i got to being able to leave my job the more resistant i was to everything about it and i started to realize oh my god my subconscious does not want me taking this leap at all so it's really important to like dig that out because the subconscious mind That's 88% of your brain. So what, 12% of my brain is trying to make this thing happen? And 88% of my brain is trying to stop it from ever happening? Who's gonna win that battle? That's why this this work, this inner work of digging through the subconscious mind and literally rewiring it, rewiring the pathways of the brain, it's so powerful because we don't even realize sometimes We can say, I want this, with the 12% of our brain, where 88% of our brain is saying, I don't want that. Let's run away from that as fast as we can. It is (laughs) mind-blowing. So the risk factor, the scariness, the uncomfortable unknown, you know, your, your brain's function is to keep you safe. I mean, that's literally the function of the human brain. We've got to stay safe. We've got to keep ourselves alive. And because our brain, it's still like a reptilian brain that's really driven for that. It's not driven for like making business decisions that are sometimes risky, right? It's, it's, it's hardwired in such a way that you, when these scary situations come up, the thought is, I might die. Like that's what my brain is telling me. If this happens, if you have too much success here or if this happens, you might die. Wow, am I gonna block myself from that? Absolutely. So for me, it was really like my, my ego would pop in every time I thought about leaving my job for the past couple months. My ego would pop in and say, not yet. Or aren't you going to miss the, these coworkers? Aren't you going to miss your boss? Aren't you going to miss X, Y, and Z? And when your thoughts like that come up from your ego, from your subconscious, when well, we're not used to to kind of, picking through our thoughts and like dissecting them. So when those thoughts come up, we know nothing else than to think that they're true. We don't sit there and think, was that thought I just had a lie or was that true? We're not raised to do that. We're not taught that in school. We're taught about fucking parallelograms and bullshit and like fucking 15th century art history. and But we're not taught about how our brain works. I, that's a whole nother rant, guys. That's a whole nother rant. And then here's another part of that. We are willing to spend tens of thousands of dollars on classes about art history and, you know, 18th century literature, but we're not willing to invest in ourselves when it comes to our mental health. The things that are actually going to make us happy because that's too much money, because that's a risk, because do we really know it's going to, who am I to spend that money on myself, blah, 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 Wild, 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 wild. So that's how I kind of came to the realization that I really did have a fear of success and I had no idea that I had it. So how it kind of played out was I started to realize all these thoughts were coming up like, well, if you leave your job, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And the funniest one was, what if you leave your job and your business doesn't work out? And I had like heard someone talk about Uber driving like like a day before. I'd heard about someone talking about like, oh, that person could be an Uber driver. And it's like a quick way to like have some money or whatever. And so like that must have went into my subconscious because like the next day I was thinking, I had a random thought come through. Oh my God, I may end up an Uber driver. And I, and it felt real. Okay. It felt real because when thoughts come up, like they feel real, so it wasn't until I got my journal out and I wrote, I'm so scared I'm gonna end up an Uber driver. And guys, there's nothing wrong with being an Uber driver, first of all. It actually could be a great way to make some side income. I don't know, seems wonderful. But I'm not available for that. You know, there's a lot of careers and a lot of jobs that I'm not available for because my passions lie somewhere else. And I'm willing to do things to get me to where I wanna go. That's just the fact. So. I wrote it in my journal and as soon as I wrote it, I was like, oh my God, are you kidding? Like, are you seriously kidding, Leah? You really, you really like, come on. So it was funny because it was such a moment of me. Like I always teach people to like write it in your journal because sometimes when you do that, you'll realize how like how much of a lie it was. And for me, that moment was like instant. I was like, okay. And then I snapped out of it. I snapped out of the self-doubt of that moment of the fear And I said, you know what, I'm gonna be successful because I'm only available for success. I'm only available for this working out for me. I will do whatever it takes. And that energy is what makes crazy things happen in our lives. That energy of, I don't give a fuck, it's gonna work. I will do whatever it takes, it's gonna work. I will take all the inspired action and I will say goodbye, no thank you to my ego, That's what makes things work. (laughs) So I couldn't wait to share that little moment with you guys because we all have those thoughts that cross our minds. I had actually one of my professors or um, one of my like instructors in my life coaching class or like certification program that I did. She said that her like big fear that she had was she was gonna end up homeless. And she always had these like thoughts about being homeless on like the street. It's like, that's not going to really happen to most of us it's but but like we have to recognize we have to start to like write these this shit down because sometimes those thoughts just seem so dang real and it can be really really hard to separate it um and sometimes they're not that dramatic and that those are the ones that take more inner work so sometimes they might not be something so dramatic they might be like hmm you know this if i make this leap and it doesn't work out the way i plan to What if I have to like not spend the way I'm used to spending for a while? That could be more realistic. And then the more realistic it is, the like probably the more believable and the more you're going to have a hard time getting out of that headspace. So it's like you just have to remind yourself what you're available for. And this is where it comes in, where as hard as it is, you have to make the moves before you're ready. You have to be willing to, like, make the investment before you're ready. Do something kind of risky before you feel ready. Schedule that vacation. You know, even if you don't aren't sure, like, it's going to work out, like, just take the leap because if you just live in an energy of lack of, well, is this going to work out for me? And if it does, then maybe I'll take the vacation. You know, if I get this raise, the promotion, then maybe I'll do that. that that mindset, that energy, that lack, that fear, that's not going to create anything. That's not going to create anything good. Everything in our world is is based on vibration. And when we carry a vibration of, is this going to work out? You know, that's going to make you so focused on that, that you're going to cause that to be your reality. And you can look around your life and see examples of this. And I think it's really important work to do for us to like look around and say, where in my life has that been true for me? Where was I so focused on the negative that the negative happened? And where did I believe so strong that it was non-negotiable and the thing happened for me? So I've used this example before, but like I love to use the example of having coffee every morning. I'm gonna have coffee every morning if I'm hiking alone in the Swiss Alps and I like lose my like crowd that I'm with and I'm by myself in a cave, I'm going to find coffee like I'm I'm going to walk my ass somewhere to get coffee like it's going to happen it's going to happen for me no matter what that's my energy with coffee it doesn't matter like what the situation is I know I get to have it every morning because it's a non-negotiable it's part of my life and there's many other things like that in my life as well and there's things like that in your life and so looking at those things feeling that energy feeling what it feels like to be so certain that you get to have that thing and that that's just and it's just like your minimum, you're absolutely, I get to have this. Maybe you go to the beach once a year and you're like, absolutely, I'm going to see the ocean and go to the beach at least once a year or better every year for the rest of my life. Maybe that's something you just know, but you know, you know, once like once you have a standard like that and you just know that you're not available for anything else, that is what we have to work on creating around everything in our life that we want to up level we have to focus on finding the things that we want to feel that energy with the things we want and start to create that energy around them before we have them so if it's a certain amount of money that you want but you really can't fully imagine having or it seems like a jump or can it happen for me start to think about what you would do with that money what that wealth would do for you in your life and start to make those things a non-negotiable you know schedule those things out in your life plan for the vacations take the trips do the go to the nice dinners upgrade your life a little bit and see what starts to happen and it just creates shifts for us it really really does so i'm gonna go through a couple of ways that we can kind of start to swap out that fear of success and ditch that like Ditch the fear factor around taking like risks and leaps? So if you want success in the traditional <laughs> uh, sense, it's probably going to look like a different career path than the one you're on, a raise, a promotion, something like that. Usually we're talking about, um, it's not just money, right? It's how we live our life. It's us doing things every day that bring us joy. And since we're typically spending a lot of our time working, that's gonna cause us to have success or not. I mean, there's also success in relationships and um, everything else in life, but we're gonna start to pick this apart and figure out how we can get rid of that fear factor because usually like, it means taking a leap. Maybe there's a certain type of life that you want, but deep down you know that you'll never have that life if you stay with this boyfriend you have in this moment and you know that deep down and your friends are telling you and your mom's telling you and you know you're not gonna have the in-ground pool with you know the three kids that you want if you stay in this relationship but you're gonna have a lot of fear coming up to have before you can leave you're gonna have a thought of I should leave and your ego is gonna immediately jump in with what about what if you never might meet another guy who's better what if this is as good as it gets what if you're being too picky? What if you break his heart? What if you break your heart, right? So you're always going to have a big decision or a big risk that you want to take or any type of like new thing or leap. It's always going to be followed up with thoughts of what if and you know, it's it's scary and it'll bring up things. And like I said, you won't know if they're real or not. So that's why we need to first number one is going to be to pull it out of the shadows. We need to pull that fear out. We need to figure out what we're afraid of because it's like with my examples, it wasn't at the surface. At the surface level, I just wanted to leave my job, right? Deep inside, I didn't want to leave my job, but even when I journaled about it, it didn't come up for a long time. So we've really got to pull it out of the shadows. We've really got to dig into the shadow work. We've got to journal on it. We've got to See what, see what our ego brings up for us when we think about this thing happening. We've got to really question all of those things. And sometimes you need a little support around this. So message me, uh, email me or something. Um, if you want to kind of dig into how to do the shadow work, I have other free resources I can send you on it. I've also talked about it probably in other episodes of the podcast, but definitely, definitely, definitely do the inner work. The second thing, is asking yourself, what is the worst case scenario? So maybe you're in a relationship, maybe you live with the guy, maybe you live at his house or his apartment. Maybe you don't even have your own car right now. Maybe things aren't looking so good financially or whatever. Or maybe you want to leave the job or maybe you want to switch careers, but it doesn't seem logical and you're afraid and your ego is giving you all these reasons not to do it. We need to ask ourselves, what is the worst case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? We gotta pull that out of us because a lot of the time, if we really think about the worst case scenario, the, the logical worst case scenario, right? Not like death if that's not gonna happen, but truly what's the worst that could happen? A lot of times it's not as bad as what we kind of feel. Like we feel a fear that we can't really put a finger on, but once we spell it out onto paper, we can be like, okay, I could live with that. Sometimes the worst-case scenario might actually already exist in your life. If you want to make a career transition or ask for that promotion at work, what's the worst-case scenario? You don't get it and you're in the same job you're in now. So if you're already in the worst-case scenario, girl, take the leap, do the thing, come on. This always helps me when I'm like trying to make a decision or something and I don't know, there's been so many times when I've been like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? And I'm like, okay, that's not that bad at all. Like, let's fucking do this. Like, I, like I can handle that. Think about the things you've handled in your life, girl. You've handled a lot of things. You can probably handle the worst case scenario of this situation. And then ugh, number three, what's the best case scenario? What's the opportunity cost? What am I gonna potentially miss out on if I don't take this leap? Ask yourself that because if the, if the reward, the potential reward is so great and there's a chance that's going to happen, there's like a good chance. We're not talking about winning the lottery here. We're talking about you can have, you can make that thing happen. You can make that thing good for yourself and there's a small risk. It might not work out. You have to look at both ends. You can't just look at the risk without looking at the potential reward. And then number four is really to remind yourself what the ego is trying to do. Remind yourself of this. We have to just constantly be checking in with ourselves because there's going to be situations where it's going to slip by us. Even like someone like me who does inner work twice a day, if at the minimum, and I'm always on top of this and I'm always thinking about this, it still slips by me. There's still things like what happened with with my fear of success situation where I had no idea this was happening. So we've always got to check in and be like, what's my ego telling me right now like what are the fear the fear mongrels is that a word I think that means something else what are like the the fear demons my mind telling me right now like what what am I being lied to about in my mind right now and then number four go back to the ideal life you're trying to create go back to that vision go back to that crystal clear picture of how you want your life to be and how your life gets to be no exceptions at a minimum period the life that you've chosen, the life that's in your Pinterest board of your next level self, that's what I have my Pinterest board of, the life that's on your vision board, the life that you want, it probably requires some elements of risk. And if it doesn't, girl, you've got to go bigger. You have got to go bigger. I know this is like one of my favorite quotes. I have a lot of favorite quotes, but this one I just thought of that I like, I think I have this on a mouse pad. If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Wow. Is that not true? If your dreams don't scare you, they are not big enough. If there's no risk involved, how much reward is possible? Right? We've really got to think about that. And I'm challenging you to go bigger with your dreams, girl, because I know you can go bigger. I know there is a part of you that's holding you small right now. That's telling you maybe you've got the best you you can do. Maybe things can't get any better from here. Aren't things good enough? Why would I need more? I'm kind of greedy if I want more, aren't I? Those thoughts are the ego trying to keep you in the comfort zone. So those are the four steps I want you to think about. Number one, pull the fear out of the shadows, do the shadow work, dig deep in your journal, let it out, just write at the top of your journal. What am I afraid of at the next level? And then just free write and get it out of yourself. Pull it out. Second, ask yourself the worst case scenario. Third, what's the best case scenario? What's the opportunity cost here? Number five or four. Go back to that ideal life that you're trying to create. Those are the steps. And success, whatever that means in your life, whatever that looks like for you, go bigger and decide it gets to be yours. Decide that that gets to be yours. Because everyone who's made big changes in their life created a new life, went and did something spectacular with their life, didn't settle. At one point, that wouldn't have felt realistic to them. And they look back and say, wow, how did I get here? You've got this. You can do this. I believe in you. Don't have a fear of success. (laughs) Clear it out. Find out what you're afraid of because you could go so much bigger. I know it. Okay. Okay so that's all i've got for you today dm me if you need some help with this um over on instagram i'm at candid.confence i love chatting with you guys i love answering your questions send me a message if you're like how do i go deeper with this how do i dig into the shadow work how do i get do the inner work one of the biggest things i see is people start to do this work And they find that much like working out or eating healthy or anything else, it's very difficult to hold yourself accountable to it. It's very easy to say, I have a long day at work. I just want to watch Netflix. I get it. I'm about to go watch some Netflix right now, but doing this work is so, 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 so important to change everything about your life. Everything, everything in your life can be better. If you do this inner work and you apply this mindset work. So if prioritizing it is hard, if holding yourself accountable is hard, if knowing what to do is hard, DM me. We can work together. I do have one spot open for coaching, so I'm available for that. And what that looks like really is three months of one-on-one with me. We're going to have calls together, which take place on Zoom. Every other week, we do an hour-long call. In between the calls is kind of where the magic happens. So on the coaching calls, we, t- we dig into what's going on in your life specifically. We put plans together for how you can start to make changes. I can hold you accountable to those. I can support you through them. I also do Voxer. So that's daily voice chatting and texting. So this helps my clients have amazing results because they're just keeping all of this work at the forefront of their mind. And they're actually committing to doing it. And amazing things happen to your confidence, to your self-esteem, to your self-growth, to your financial situation when you decide to commit to doing the inner work. And you actually start to change your belief system. So it's really, really powerful. And I have a spot open, so DM me on Instagram if this sounds like you. And if you love this episode, as always, take a snap of it, share it on your Insta story, tag me in it. And don't forget to hit subscribe. What else? Give me five stars. (laughs) I love you guys. I had fun chatting with you today. And I have a really awesome interview coming to you next week. Can't wait for that. So next Sunday is going to be an interview episode. And have a beautiful week. Bye.